Hey, everybody. I was looking down at my phone. Well, there's nobody watching it now anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Say wherever the F I want. Um, <laughs> that was three seconds in. That was a wild voice I heard, too. I'm like, did I hit something wrong on my computer? Um, my bathroom is done. Thank God. No one's watching. We can say whatever we want. We can do whatever we want right now. Just what about the audio audience, Levac, when they're listening back to this in the morning? I don't care if you can't take the time to watch us do this stupid show. Then f you. No, 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 you no, no, no. Rate, no. subscribe, like, and send me money. All of that Jeff will be Dash Levac on Venmo. All of that will be edited out. We love you on our audio side. Do not listen to him. He's. I don't. He's You're under adopted. stress and duress. I'm not your real dad. How do you like me now? Ha ha. How about how about I screamed uh, the word penis inside sea smoke today? How's it, how do you like that? What? What happened? You remember? Do you remember? It's actually a, a, like a, a throwback to one of our one of our Fourth of July shows. I didn't um, have a graphic for this, by the way. You didn't have a graphic for penis. <laughs> no. Um, Levac politely screams "dick" in great restaurant. Is that? There's nothing for that one. <laughs> no. Um, we were doing a coach's show and uh, Hal, our good friend, coach Hal from Fogs automotive. He was, uh, he basically said, I suck. He basically said that I have not been bringing it on the field and that's why people aren't coming to the games. Um, so I said, all right, I'll, I'll bring you more. There will be so much Levacness on July 16th. You, you just, just be ready. It's Hal's fault. If there's too much Levac in that game, it's Hal's fault. And then uh, coach started laughing about the the Levac-ness. I go, well, you don't want any monosmithness? You don't want that? And then I told the story about when JPP blew his fingers off. And on the air, I go, I just don't know how much more JPP-ness he has, never never catching in my brain that I was saying <laughs> JP-penis. <laughs> and I guess I wasn't paying attention. Coach said, like, everybody was, like, like getting ready to go. And, like, the entire place just stopped. Like all of Sea Smoke just looked over at me, like, "Who is this jackass yelling yelling men, male genitalia in this in this fine dining establishment?" So there's a chance you guys may not be back there next week recording. No, they seem to they seem all right with it. Once they realized that I wasn't actually saying penis, I was referencing the essence of Jason Pierre Paul. Uh, they were okay with it, I think. You know what? Give me a shout out to Coach Al. I like calling him Coach Al because he's yeah. he lives well, he's very close. Yeah, yeah, he lives close to where I live. There's a chance one day down the line Rex will be playing for him. So I'm going to start with the coach Hal now of 10, 15 years. He's still coaching locally there, and my son is playing for him. So shout out to coach Hal. I lost my cat. So every once in a while, you're going to hear me shake the treats, okay? And by lost cat, you don't mean like in the house. You mean you have no I'm idea where the cat is. I'm hoping she's hiding. So there, we just finished construction in the house. The bathroom is is done. Uh, Fitzgerald Handyman Services, strongly recommend. Um, so there's a chance she's hiding. But normally, when I come home and I shake treats, trust will come out. And uh, she's not. I've seen no trust. She also answers to flumpers. Um, and uh, I'm going to be very upset if I can't find my flumps. My lovely lady flumps. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of distraction in me today. So just be ready. Just just be ready. All right. Well, let's. let's if I start. hear like a weird yeah. meowing, I will leave the show. Okay, while you're, if you hear me out, and I'll talk about our wonderful partners and sponsors. I'll give you a nice break. No, 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 not yet. Say, screw them. No. They don't get talked. I don't talk about them yet. Slovak guns. Heard something. Techies Tuesday. Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Tefirewater.com. This rain, it's raining. Stuff floods. We're there to fix it. That's how you do it, right there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bummed out, man. I'm a little afraid my cat's gone. 
would it make you feel better if we talked about the Empire's big victory over the San Antonio Gunslingers? It might, I mean, it won't make me feel worse. It was, uh, it was, it was uh, a great performance by the guys. Um, when Castronova throws for 245 yards on a 50-yard field, it, logic dictates that's almost 500 yards in a, in a regular game. You know, I think uh, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, Darius Prince just does what he does, another 100 yards receiving. That's 200 yards in the outdoor game, the equivalent thereof. And uh, Trayvon Shorts is a legit running back in the NAL. Let's start with Shorts because you finished with him. I said this during the broadcast in the most recent home game. His, oh, I said it. I'm so smart. My name's Kevin. His performance out of the backfield is the best performance by any running back I've ever seen put on an Albany Empire jersey. And I know that seems like a, a huge statement, a hyperbole. Like, I know Boom Boom Benson's been here. I know other, like, historic players have carried the football for the Albany Empire. But it's a different level when he gets the ball in his hands. He feels like he should have been a running back his entire life because of how quick he is, what he's doing when he hits the hole. He is going to prove to be – here's, a, like, a prediction. I know broadcasters for the games are not supposed to do predictions, but he is going to prove to be a difference here in July and potentially in the playoffs. Like, a true – non-cliche real life x factor for the albany umpire for this i you know what with that being said i want him on the pregame show this week please i'd like to put in a request <laughs> now that right. i'm hyping him up and putting him over uh i think that's a, i think shorts is that big of a difference that you mentioned sam casanova uh those numbers he puts up and multiple touchdowns rushing the football i, I want to know if coach has basically pulled back and said he knew this whole time casanova could run because now it's like every game he's taken off out of the pocket and making plays. People questioned whether or not he could do it. And he's just one of the most mobile quarterbacks now statistically in the NAL. He's the leading rusher in the NAL. Like yes. he's, um, he, he is the thing I like about him though. He still looks downfield. Right. So, so like he does, he's throwing into tighter windows than he threw into when the season began. He is still trying to push the ball down the field. He's spreading around a little bit more than he did before, but you know, Still, when you got Darius Prince, there's not a lot of other places to go. We mentioned Trayvon Shorts on the backfield. He has a he has a reception for 23 yards in this game against San Antonio. And then again, Sam runs the ball handful of times, 15 yards. Oh, just you know, just a couple touchdowns. That's all right. It's fine. So he is he is a dual threat, but he's getting better as a throwing quarterback each and every game. Um, he is an athlete. He's a guy that like. When you see him, you're like, yeah, that dude probably hoops up on the weekends, you know, whatever, all these good things. But like when he gets on that football field, he's a manimal and he wants he wants in that end zone, whether it's by feet, by arm, whatever it is, he's getting in the end zone. And it is uh, it is quite fun to watch him grow and grow and grow as the Empire quarterback. Try to keep your laugh here at a, a quiet roar when I ask this question. I am being serious when I ask this because of Shorts' emergence out of the backfield. Are Coach Manas and Coach Ware analytic guys? Like, do they really dive into the stats, the metrics? of? I'm actually, I don't think I've ever asked that question because with Shorts potentially having this type of impact for the team, I just wonder if it changes the game plan for July. Um, I, I don't, I, it doesn't hurt for sure. Um, I don't think it's like a full analytics thing. I think they definitely look into some of that, but a lot of it is planning. Like it's game plan. Like how does it fit the game plan? Um you know, we were in a situation where we had a guy who was a true running back in Tiberius Lampkin. Um, you know, whatever happens, Tiberius decides he's gonna he's gonna go his way. He's gonna see his family. Um, so we were able to get more carries to Shorts. Shorts, who is 
more of an outside linebacker, a, a jackback kind of thing. He is he loves running the football. He hurled the wall in San Antonio like it was like it was two feet tall. He is he's loving this. And I think that what we're seeing is for lack of a better term, almost like a crime of opportunity, right? So he's getting more carries because he's the guy and he's taking full advantage of them. He's awesome. I like it. Now a bye week. So the game ends on Saturday night. How fast did the players, did they even all fly back to Albany? Did they just go back to Albany and then head off back to their hometowns or whatever they want to do? Because they're off from you guys for the whole week. How does this bye week midseason yeah. so close to the playoffs work? Uh, coach, as coach said, the beauty of, of coaching adults and professionals, he doesn't have to babysit them. Uh, so they're off, they're off for the week. It's their bye week Some of the guys came home. A lot of the guys took off straight from San Antonio. Um, you know, if you follow, if you follow the guys on, on, on Instagram and <laughs> yeah. Facebook, you know, who's, who's where for the most part. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's guys who are still here in the area. Um, but you know, anybody who has kids took off for their kids for the most part. And, they're they're all over the place. They'll probably migrate back into town like Thursday or Friday, and then be ready to go full bore for Monday. The amount of um of media people hit me up for practice this week, and it's like, yeah, um, if you want to watch me practice phone calls, come on <laughs> in. It's great. Like the field's not even down right now, so the guys aren't here, and we'll they'll be back. So I wanted to make fun of him, be like, come on, guys, you know how to hold bye weeks works. But I also just wrote on this paper next to me, uh. Media request for Drayvon Shorts and Marco L. Wade for getting there was a week of yeah, no games but you, this week. But you so. want to talk to him online or over the phone? Yeah, you're not you're not looking to come into the building. No, and I'll, and I'll right. do that next week anyways. I'll you know I could save that when they're off their bye week. I just in my mind, but I know what you're saying. Like, hey, nobody's here, guys. Like, I I can't help you that it's early July and you're looking for local sports coverage. That no, and, and <laughs> the I'd players love to are help. here. Yeah, and if they want to do it over the phone, you know, I'll do my best to pair them up with whoever's around. But um. They're not, they're not, there's no practice to watch. Again, if you want to watch practices in, you know, me practicing, not pissing off Mike and, uh, and things of that nature. Yeah. Come on in, come hang out and practice bringing me lunch. I've done the math for coach Manas. I'm not sure if he looks ahead this far or will be watching the games this weekend. My math is told me because of winning percentages that if Columbus and Jacksonville lose this week and the empire win in the next upcoming home game, it is a secured home playoff game for the Empire. I'm not even sure if you guys have discussed Wait, that. Do this, do this math for me one more time. I have if Columbus and Jacksonville both lose this weekend, the Empire will clinch a home playoff game with a victory on the 16th. Now, my math works like that because you go to win percentages and there's no way Jacksonville win percentage-wise and Columbus can catch Albany at that point. Also, I feel like... This might be a typo on the website, but I know you and I have discussed this. I'm a little confused by this. It's 14 games for some teams in the league and not 13? Yeah, yeah. So Jacksonville and Carolina decided to give up their bye weeks to play extra games against each other. We offered to beat people more frequently, and they just no one took us up on it. Uh, the reason I bring that up, and I'm glad you mentioned Carolina versus Jacksonville, because there is a scenario that, again, we don't have to, I don't have to bore people with all these scenarios that have done – crunch the numbers over here at the you CBS Six Sports people. desk. Uh, there's a scenario where Carolina can have home field clinched and Jacksonville can have nothing to play for and they'd still have to take the field in that final week. That's a scenario out there where it's like, okay, we guys, because of win percentages and stuff, that that game could be meaningless. It also could decide whether or not it's Albany or Jacksonville hosting a home playoff game. 
scenarios a lot of right. stuff can play right. out here with the rest of the july just that's yeah. out there too it's, and you mentioned this the the playoff picture based on percentage it does become a little more confusing because it's not just this whole um you know oh if i win nine and you win nine it goes to a tiebreaker well yeah we could win nine and you could lose more games than us or 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 you could you know we get up to eight which is which is our best record available you win eight, but you have more losses, like a lot more losses. So there's a, there's a lot to it. Like there's a lot to it this year. So it's, um, it's one of those things where I'm, you know, kind of watching how it all plays out. I think we lock up. I'm almost positive. We lock up a playoff if San Antonio wins this weekend, but that's just a playoff berth. It doesn't guarantee home and then so on and so forth. But realistically speaking, got to win out, got a bye week and we're home, you know, against the predators. We're home against the gunslingers. You win out, you're guaranteed no worse than the second seed. So that's that's the goal. The team's got to win out. And with the pink game, the Empire Tackles Cancer game up on July 16th, you know, it's a perfect time to pack the house and, and get everybody in there and, you know, to steal a phrase from our lacrosse friends, pack the house and um, and, and just show everybody what Albany Empire football is all about. Let's go. Albany back home the 16th. Come out, support the team, get ready. Cannot wait for the stretch run. It's going to be an awesome finish to this season and some really cool matchups on the way. Uh, LeVac, don't forget, if you are going to events in the Capital Region and maybe even an All-B Empire game, don't forget to use the promo code GOZ, G-O-Z, at SeatGeek.com. For your first purchase over $50, you can get $20 off. I saw the Syracuse fans complaining about the Notre Dame tickets. I see some Albany fans complaining about SPAC tickets. SeatGeek.com. Stop your complaints to get $20 off your first purchase over $50 when you use the promo code GOZ. G-O-Z at SeatGeek.com. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K.com. SeatGeek.com. $20 off your first purchase with a purchase over $50. Buy your tickets this summer and this fall using SeatGeek.com. Promo code G-O-Z. Very cool. Good seats. Very good seats with the with geeks. That's what's up. Um, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm mobilizing the people to try and find my damn cat. You know what I'm gonna do? I might just add like a podcast extra if that's how it's gonna go at the end of the reads. Like Levac just so use those geeks for those seats and like yeah. every <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know like you know who knows where seats are. Geeks. Yeah. Geeks and oh, seats they go uh, together like 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 seat geeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't believe the damn cat. Like, she's not like the kind of cat that can. Like, she was a feral when we adopted her, but like, she's been a house cat now. Like, now she's a house cat. Sleeps on the bed, eats the treats, all those things. I'm a little worried. I'm a little concerned that the the flumpy dumpers is not going to fare well out in the, the mean streets of uh, North Colony. Little, was that a segue? I, was that a segue I dropped there that you were mentioning cats, and then the graphic popped up with a Valley Cat storyline from Tri City. Yeah, I mean, not 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 intentionally, but yes, yes. I realized that while I was hitting it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so here's the thing. Kumar Rocker is officially done with the Tri-City Valley Cats. Five games. Yeah, you pitched? put Rocker. That's what confused me. Did I put Rucker? Yeah, what Darius Rocker no longer playing for the Valley Cats. I don't know if you knew that. Did I put that on YouTube as well? I don't know. It's on the it's on here. It's on the <laughs> it's on the banner. Take that down before somebody Darius yells at me. Rucker. The audio Tri City. The audio audience would have never known too, would have gotten away with it. Uh, what do you make of his 
tenure and did put it on the YouTube sign. Great. Now YouTube can yell at me. What do you make of his tenure with the Valley Cats? I know you thought this was a massive move by the franchise being able to find a way to get him. I think it was, I, I still, I still think it was great. I think it's uh, it, it went about as long as we, we thought it might. And uh, now, you know, we see, we see what it did for him. Does he, does he get, you know, higher or does he, whatever, um, do more people look at the Valley cast as a destination if they're if they're disgruntled with what's going on? It's uh it it was really, really smart by the Valley Cats. Obviously, you wish you could keep him a little longer, but if this works out for him and I'm a guy who's not happy where I am, why the hell wouldn't I, you know, take a quick quick trip on over to Harvard on the Hudson and play at the Joe? You know what this feels like to me? And I feel like I'm maybe not the best person to do this comparison with. And you are a far better person because of your background and your career. This feels like a, an artist, a musician, a band that wasn't popular when you saw them play for the first time, whether you small, saw them in a small venue or they were in an opening act. And you're like, oh, remember we saw so-and-so? And then like five years later, like, wait, we saw, are you sure that was them? Like, that's what kind of this Kumar rocker thing feels like for the Valley Cats, where, yeah, it was a big deal here locally, especially if you're a Valley Cat fan. And it did have a different vibe, though, in comparison to past Valley Cat teams who had, you know, single A affiliates who you knew the prospects were going to come through. Like, that was a given because of the system in which you were in. You were going to have the best prospects in the franchise. This came out of nowhere. And it was almost like, oh, God, this sounds so cheesy a shooting star, but for real, like, Hey, this is happening. And as you mentioned, it might happen again, but you may not really appreciate it until rockers, a first round draft pick and hits the big leagues. Well, you know, they've got the, um, they've got that really cool board over there from the Joe to the show. And I think everyone assumed that once they weren't a true MLB affiliate anymore, that board would would no longer have any life to it. But, don't sleep on them because they got it done. This is another Joe to the show guy. This is a guy who's going to pitch in the majors at some point. Will he be a rock star? Who knows? Yeah, rock or star? Ooh, eh. pun intended. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't know, but he could very well be an ace in somebody's staff, a two in somebody's staff, and he pitched at the Joe. Joe to the show, still alive because the Valley Cats know what the hell they're doing. Our guy, Buster Only, from ESPN, is calling Rocker a late first-round pick. And I wonder if it's just late. You know what? Let's do this. Can we call Buster next week? I feel like we, we now only get him once a year now. I know he's a very busy man. He's got his cool glasses now. He, he likes, he likes the old show. He likes the new people, I think. I hear him talking to them all the time. I think, I think he's paid to be on there. Yeah. Well, let's see. <laughs> Have you seen we'll Buster's see. glasses? No, I haven't seen. I, I don't know what a television is anymore. I'm, uh, I'm, very, I'm very busy all the time. I knew you, you canceled know. your local news once I was on it. I knew it. It's in one room. I have one room in the house that still has cable, and it's only because I've been so busy I can't cancel the crap. I haven't been able to get all the the because you got because God forbid Verizon you know come pick this shit up. I got to deliver. I got to bring it to them. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I still have it in one room. I just don't. I don't go in this room. Buster is doing his hits with. Very, this is the only very... time I'm in the room that has cable. This one right here. Buster's doing his hits with very big glasses on, but he's saying that Rocker is the late first round pick. And I feel like as if it's more of Rocker's situation with the Mets last season than actually him talent wise not being good enough because he was a top 10 pick. And from everything he's done for Tri City, it doesn't look like he's anything worse of a pitcher than he was in 2021. And this report comes from ESPN that Rocker had 
shoulder surgery in September. Nice. I nailed that one. Three S's. Yeah. Shoulder surgery in September. September. That no one knew about. It was called a minor procedure. Now, of course, the scouts are like, right. No, no, he's abducted by aliens. Did they do it against his will? No one knew this week (laughs) on Unsolved Mysteries. I think he knew. He called it a minor surgery, though. And all of a sudden, scouts are like, oh, it was so minor. You didn't tell us until two weeks before the draft, huh? I mean, you had nine months to tell us, and you decided not. I don't know. I don't think that like that doesn't matter either. He was good. He was fine. He's good. He, it, yeah. I mean, there's the the experts always say there is no there's no there's no arm in all of pitching that isn't bad. Like like you got but throwing a baseball is not a natural way to to use your arm. So every one of these guys has something wrong with their arms. Uh, it's a matter of when they're going to have to have it dealt with. Loose body, impingement, Tommy John, whatever you're going to need, something's going to happen. It's a matter of if you get it taken care of the right way in the right amount of time and, and how bad it is. So if – plus it's Major League Baseball. You draft the kid. If he sucks or if he's, if the injury is too much, okay, well then you just never let him go to the majors and you use his 17 years of control against him. You know, it's not the NFL where I need my first round pick to pay off like within a year. I was going through that today, too, because in the capital region, like there's a bunch of storylines here. Baseball wise, like you have Rocker leaving Tri-City. Ian Anderson starts tonight against St. Louis. And then Matt Gage, who was pitching. By the way, when I say Matt Gage, I think of that crazy Nick Gage, who's I don't know if you've seen that, like blood, the ultimate hardcore wrestler of all time. Matt Gage. yeah. Yeah. Matt Gage pitched for Siena and then got called up to the Blue Jays in June. And then just got sent down yesterday to Buffalo. And I'm like, oh, somebody go get him. Look at his there's stats. Also, like, yeah. There's also Nick Cage, also crazy. That's right. <laughs> He's there too. Not that, that could happen. Yeah. Look, Rocker gets to the majors. Great. He lives up to the hype. He's been hyped up since basically as a, a first year, a freshman at Vanderbilt, making big outs and everything else. If he does it, it's not the most shocking thing in the history of baseball that a huge prospect did not work out the way in which people thought he would especially with the rumor of not one, but now two different injuries that have happened to his upper body. Yeah. Look, it's going to, I just, I'm rooting for the kid. I'm rooting for him because I just, I can't imagine turning down the Mets with uncle Steve involved. And he did. And, and then to go to the Valley cats. Now you give you a little, we'll give you a little, uh, a little cap region love, go handle your business and uh, hopefully be very, very good. Maybe a later on pick for the Yankees. You never know. How funny would that be? Yes. One more reason for Mets fan to hate Yankee fan. Just Huma Rocker ends up being like the third starter on the Yankees for like the next 20 years. Could you imagine too if they like fast tracked him? Like the Yankees need yeah. a bullpen arm in the eighth or the ninth. They're like, get the kid from Vanderbilt up. Let's go. We're not gonna right. mess around. In 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 the uh in the subway series. That'd be phenomenal. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. Series. Sign me That'd up. Be good, man. Let's go. <laughs> That'd be too good. Uh by the way, this upcoming Sunday, you and I, we do not have the Albany Empire. We have the Hideaway Wide World of Sports event coming up this Sunday. Wild Born World. Yeah. Wild. Is that what it is? I thought it was the yeah. Wide World. No, it's Wild. wild. Yeah, because there's like little challenges on each hole. The Wild stuff. World of Sports event coming up. I was supposed to text Chad about what time the show was going to be. And now I look at my phone and realize I texted Gurkha instead. And he didn't answer me. Uh, the Hideaway. This Sunday, come join us in an early Sunday show. Wild World of Sports. 
Saratoga Lake Golf Club, and will our friend from Northeastern Insurance be there? Jared Lozier. If you're looking to save cash this summer and you're doing those summer vacations, Jared Lozier is your guy. Email him today, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Ask him, you going to the hideaway Sunday? Is LeVac going to assault you? J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. How would you describe it? Was, uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was the appropriate amount of punishment for his actions. 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. That is Jared's number. If you want to text him and be like, do not get hit in the balls this Sunday by LeVac. Or do. Or do. Or do. By the way, I know you're looking for a fourth. Is Jared going to be potentially on your team? No. There's yeah. no chance at all. Jared Lozier can help you save cash, though. Your car, your home, your small business. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, proud sponsor. LeVac and Goss, Gonzalo Media, The Hideaway, and great things happening in the Capital Region. Yeah, all the great things. All of it. All, all, the, all the great things. I keep hearing sirens. Freaking out, guys. I'm freaking out. Completely distracted. Completely distracted. Maybe Trust knocked over a convenience store. I don't know. She's never been outside, not since she was a baby. She could be doing anything out there. She'd be running with the wrong crowd. She she could be selling the marijuana. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I don't I know. Just imagine like your image is like those card playing dogs just sitting around playing poker. You ever seen that famous photo? Yeah. I don't think that I don't think that's trust doing that. I have some breaking news for you. Is it that you found trust? Oh, there you go. Where's my trust? She is. Where is she? Oh, need my trust back. I have breaking news for you, Levac. Okay, enjoy this. I know what it is. The Orioles don't stink as much as they used to. Uh, No, that's that's not breaking. I thought you were going to give me different breaking news. Um, They do. They still do. They still are pretty bad. They're bad. I mean, they're not good. I bring that up because I looked at the Major League Baseball stadiums and started watching the Orioles win games. I'm thinking, like, I know the Yankees are good. I know the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. But does the American League stink? Like, does it really stink? There's a chance that five of these six teams, no, well, four of the six teams are going to come from the American League East. The Red Sox, the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Yankees. The Orioles are only, what, less than double digits back, which... Out loud to me sounds good. And then you've got the Twins who are going to likely win the Central. And you got the Astros in the West. So having four of six teams from one division, am I just painting too broad here with a brush that the entire league stinks? Am I not giving enough credit to the American League East and the Yankees? What is your vibe here is two weeks away from the All-Star game of what the American League is overall? I think it's top heavy. I think that's what it is. I think it's just, you know, you've got when you've got a Yankees and you got an Astros. You know, even like a White Sox is is pretty good. Like you got you've got good teams, and I mean, really, really good teams, which makes it very top heavy. I think that's what it is. I don't think there's, um, I don't I don't think it stinks. I just think when you've got teams doing historic stuff the way the Yankees are, those historic wins have got to come against somebody, right? <laughs> not yeah. a lot, of, not a lot of sub, not a lot of um, you know interleague games yet. So you're you're cleaning up wins against crappy teams and, and you're making them look crappy even if they aren't. So no, I, I just think it's top heavy. This has happened for a while. Like this is not a 2022 unique thing about the American league East or New York teams jumping in. I remember you and I did this properly as far back as 2018, where you start looking at the New York teams and wonder, okay, is this already set where it's going to be? Like you could look back at past years and say, all right, uh, the rays are going to win the East. 
the Twins or the White Sox are going to win the Central and the Astros are going to win the West. And you could do that in May. Hell, you could do that maybe in April if teams started well enough and figure out, okay, those are the playoff teams. And there's going to be a random team, usually like the A's would jump up in the wild card. Not going to happen this year of who could be there. So, yeah, look, the American League overall, there's a lot of teams that are going to be below 500. But when it comes to the actual playoff teams, they're going to compete for a championship. We just mentioned those four. and We mentioned two division winners. So, yeah, you've got to play somebody. You've got to beat somebody. When you've got these teams that believe they can really be playoff teams and true World Series contenders, yeah, they're going to stack their rosters and be good and everything else. So is it even? No. Is the expanded wild card going to be better than it used to be? Yeah, I'll give you that. You know, I've been the biggest hater of the one game wild card that it feels it feels like it could be better. Never lived up to 20, 2011's fall with that final 162 game finish. But this could be good. Like more teams in there. And if you have those teams being the best teams, great. You know, we just got done with the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs. We got really good teams in the finals. So maybe we're going to be on pace for that same thing in American League. And Yankee fans will still get tested when the team gets to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the Yankee hater line du jour. You know, you're still not the kind of team that wins in the postseason and blah. blah. And it's just it, it's always it's always funny to me because who knows what's going to happen once we get there. But um, I thought when you said breaking news, you're going to talk about the Knicks possibly getting popped for tampering. I thought that's what you were. I thought that's where you're going. Ooh, I didn't even see that. You might have the details on it for me. Oh, the Knicks might be fine for tampering with Jalen, the Jalen Brunson situation. Uh, everybody's reporting that everybody's gone out of their way now um, because, you know, you hired a kid's dad, you, his, his agent, all those people. Um, and then next thing you know, he's coming over and they may get fined heavily for what, what is a reported uh, agreement between the two sides. Now other people are posting about their cats missing. Let me find my cat first. God, these people. Here's the thing with the Brunson uh, situation for the Knicks. We've done that so many times in the summer. I remember, I don't even know if you remember this. There was one summer where it was like the Mavs with DeAndre Jordan. I think it was that summer. Yeah, it was. Where like they locked him in the house. Remember like with Blake Griffin and everybody and like the, the old rumors that Mark Cuban was trying to get him and actually went back to Los Angeles. Like they were doing things, players that were so against the rules is ridiculous. And then Woj and Shams and our boy Brian Windhorst were breaking stories before that July 1st deadline. And uh, you're like, wait a second, how did that happen? So we wondered, like, what should it be? Massive fines. Finally, the NBA stepped in and started deducting second round draft picks. But I don't know how many people cared about the second round. Oh, no, I don't have to draft a guy who I'm not going to see for three years. Please, no, don't do it. Like, they did punish some teams for tampering. The Brunson one is tough, though, because your dad's on the staff, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, well, and, and, you know, if a player calls you, it's, you know, there's a finger shake, but that's it. Uh, you know what? You're going you're gonna to stop the dude from talking to his dad at a Fourth of July barbecue. You know what I mean? Like, what do you how do you how do you fix that? And then you're going to tell you're going to try and what? Tell the Knicks they can't hire a guy. If I'm that guy, I sue the crap out of you for keeping me from getting a job especially in New York state where you're going to win like a champ, but it's, you know, it is, it is what it is. How do you prove it? What do you do to them? You can take away when they're 75, you know, mid to late round, late first round picks that they traded for, whatever F off. That one. That's right. Like that one feels so weird too, because 
it's different than college. Like we've heard rumors that like, oh, you might offer a scholarship to a teammate of a player or you might hire an uncle or somebody on the staff. And it's like, okay, now the kid's going to sign. This is just a flat out. Hey, uh, he had enough on his career. He wanted to do it and make things happen. So that's kind of the role they're going with for Jalen Brunson. So, and by the way, yeah, if they take around a second round draft pick, then that's good. Like not good in the sense of, okay, the Knicks need more plays, but in the good in the sense of, Hey, We've got a hundred million dollar player who was in the conference finals last season. It makes the roster better. True story. True story. And look, you got to give up a pick. You, how many did you clear to get him? You know, stuff like that. Whatever. Whatever. It's just crap, though. Because how do you do it? Like again, how do you? Oh yeah, we think he used. You hired his dad. Says so dad would call him. Okay, prove it. Are you saying his dad has no skill? All right. Well, now prove that. So I just hope they fight it just for the fun of it. Just just for the fun of it. Uh, it is Levac and Gaz. It is. Uh, it's you know we're everywhere we're on the uh, we're on the techies facebook we're on the godzilla youtube we're you know we're on uh, apple spotify the tears of children is where you can hear us it's it's pretty amazing uh please please subscribe uh you know to that that would be great if you could what about our friends over at johnstone supply and troy levac they're helping you, you stay cool that's right 518-272-5922 518-272-5922 is the spot johnstone supply in troy is helping you stay cool this summer stop in and find about their ac supplies their ac units things that you need through july and august on to our guy george and tom kev james everybody over there at johnstone supply in troy that's helping you make sure with that hot weather that sweat coming through you need that upgrade to your system johnstone supply and troy can help you visit them in store by the way sixth avenue in troy if you're working on those summer projects i started looking at my backyard and thought you know what maybe i'm actually going to do a summer project maybe i'm going to fix a fence maybe i'm going to figure out if i'm cutting down this tree maybe i'm going to just text tom and wonder how i do these things and struggle mightily whatever it is johnstone supply and troy wants to help you check out on facebook as well johnstone supply ny as well johnson supply and troy we love those guys over there supply johnson supply um speaking of johnson supply your boy's not far from here tell him to start looking for my cat no (laughs) i'm completely distracted we're gonna we're gonna you know you speed through this what do you want what do you want to talk about anything you want (laughs) do you want to talk about the american hero joey chestnut i do i do i I love that guy i'll keep your mind on there Dude, all right, let's talk about this, right? So Jordan drops a bunch of points. He has the flu, right? Okay, that's really nice. Um, you know, Brady's 57,000 years old, wins Super Bowls. Foot in a boot, eats 63 hot dogs, and chokes out Darth Vader. Okay, that's that's legendary status. That's special. Um, I, re- I, still, you know, I, I still think he's kind of a dick for not answering when we called him. But uh, – to take the time to choke out a protester and still win and win by a comfortable margin. It's impressive. It's impressive right there. Yeah. Let's, let's go all the way back from the start there. Okay. So I don't feel as bad that he didn't answer our call because I was all excited since 2015. He's been on the show. I know it was your number instead of my number. So maybe he had it saved differently. Now I know why he didn't do it because he's hurt. He was injured. He had other stuff. Does he answer the phone with his foot? Right. He answers the phone with his foot. It's bullshit. He just didn't want to be bothered. No, that's exactly it, dude. He didn't want to be bothered. No, no, no. He's turned to the dark side. That's why he smoked out Vader. He is now a Sith master. That's what it is. A Smithfield master, if you will. Uh, I think he 
probably had other things on his mind this year rather than just eating whether or not he's gonna be able to stand up even the intro which is usually so legendary was him just getting like lifted up yeah and it was shaking (laughs) shaking i was like this is where this is where we lose him um what's the thing you would go to jail for is there like a is there a wrong in the world that you would protest and know that you're gonna spend the night in jail and be okay with it because people were like protesting over the way smithfield meets treats pigs that's what that was all about wait 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 i don't think i knew i don't think i knew that same thing um, yeah, so they, they had the Smithfield Death Star. So Smithfield is the is the company that makes the hot dogs, I guess. And there's like reports that they're they they treat the pigs poorly. Um, I don't know anything about it. I just know hot dogs are yummy. Um, so those guys were up there protesting Smithfield, and got choked out by Joey Chestnut, and three of them got arrested for the for their effort. So like, would you go to jail? For pigs, no, no. Would you would you go to jail? I don't know. What would you go to jail for? I mean, what would you do it? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it, right, let's let's pretend that a really hot chick said, "Oh my god, I can't believe the way they're treating those pigs." Oh my god, you'd go to jail, wouldn't you? No, you go. You're like, screw you, Joey Chestnut. That Ben t- over there. I mean, that lovely woman. I would talk to Jordan, my wonderful wife, about what I would go to jail for her for, and I think the list uh-huh. is very short. I think the list is very short. It's not long. It's short. What would you, what like? You wouldn't go to jail for anything. You wouldn't. There's nothing probably you feel not. that strongly about. No. What if somebody not. said? What if, what if somebody said you spend the night in jail, or we're taking away your Heisman vote? I'm not going to jail. <laughs> you wouldn't spend a night in jail to keep your Heisman vote. No, absolutely. I not. would spend a night in jail to have it taken away from you. <laughs> I would. One night. One night in jail. Lock me up, Colony. I'm ready. How many, how many nights would it be to flip it? What do you mean? And for you, so you'd take one for me to get it away. What would it be to be given to you? Another night, just two? Oh, Keep I don't want it. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't want it. You you take that way too freaking seriously. Do I, don't, think, I don't want that at all. Do you think I, just ESPN, want, I don't want you to have it? It's terrible. Do you think ESPN should have cut away? Because I was watching the broadcast. I didn't see it. I didn't catch it. I missed yeah. it completely. So here's what happened. They actually pushed it this year to ESPN News rather than ESPN because Wimbledon. I, don't want I watched the, it. I watched it on the app. I watched it online. Yep, it was on ESPN News, and I don't want the social media people coming after you for Wimbledon when they used to hate on you for the tea you'd randomly toss. Yeah, screw so them. Stupid, right? They, they can kiss my tass. They cut away from Chestnut for a long time yeah. because he was just like snuffing a Sith Lord. Right. So you're thinking like, what is going on? And then of course the raw camera, the raw Joey Chestnut camera caught exactly what they were looking for. So. I just, it, I love, I love the killer instinct in Chestnut. Like, because you, you like watch it, like he's eating. The dude bumps him. He looks at him like he's like he's gonna yell at the guy next to him, like stay in your lane, bitch. I'm Joey Chestnut. And he's like, oh, oh, you don't even belong here. Yuck. And then like choke and throw. And the um, the announcer was all up in there too. I almost wonder if they knew something was gonna happen though, because the announcer sucked this year. I can't remember his name, but he's usually so eloquent with the way he says all the crap he says. But this year he's tripping over his words. It was weird. So like I wonder if they knew there was a potential like issue on the on the horizon and he was like nervous about it and then it happened and he was ready to throw too. Him and Joey just getting in there tag team WWE style, taking on the do, bloodline. Do not aggregate me. I do not want of any of these clips to go viral. This is the one that goes viral. Please do not like share this. Like Gaz has a Dr. Gaz has a theory. Do it. I would go back and watch it. I think he's got like a little tremor now. Who? 
George Shea. George Shea, the announcer. Yeah. Maybe I would go go back a while. Years not being kind, some health issues possibly. Just speculation. Just a a reckless speculation. Well, I bring that up because you can see it on on the television side. You can see the tremor. But also, like you and I know this from doing events, sometimes if you've got a loud microphone, Mm-hmm. And the vibrations can actually like shake your hand or something, or like mm-hmm. you know, it looks like you're moving. So, especially with him who gets so behind it, like yeah. he could potentially just be feeling the vibrations. Yeah. Well, but he had like because he he did the wrong intro on one guy. Um, he was he was just not himself. He was not himself at all. It was it was weird because again, I I enjoy him because I've done I've done that on like a far lesser stage, obviously. Like I did that for a cannoli eating contest down in Schenectady one time when Armin was eating cannolis against like, uh, you know, Santa Barbara and a bunch of other dudes and everything. Like I've, and I've had fun. Like it, it's a fun thing to do. I didn't write it down. I just came up with it on the fly. Cause I'm kind of cool like that. It's kind of Levagnus if you know what I mean. But, um, <laughs> but no, like I appreciate his, his MC work as much as I appreciate the eating a lot of times. And like when he raps and everything too, and it's like you know, you got this dude in this barber shop quartet outfit, you know, dropping verses better than Badland Booker and stuff. <laughs> it's like it's pretty impressive. So it's uh, yeah, it, I I noticed it. I'm hoping that it was just you know, distractions and that your evil prediction isn't correct. But you know, you're not the nicest person. So. No, no, no. I hope he will be back. I hope that George Shane continues to do it. I hope, like you said, you know, he's been doing it for almost 20 years now. Like yeah, the, the expectations every single year. Are so ridiculously I don't know who could high. Him. No. I don't know who could do it. May, even I, like, I can't, I can't think of anyone who could possibly do it. They would, they would have to look, you know, all over the place for anyone who has that kind of skill <laughs> on a microphone. It would be incredible. Would you like to do that? Or would you prefer to do the Rich A, John Anderson play-by-play? Because even that felt different without Mike Golick Jr. doing it. Go, Gojo, man, was missed this year for the broadcast. Yeah, and Anderson sounds way too much like his brother. Like, like they just, it was freaky. I No, I, I don't, I like, there's just, he is so good at that. Like, he should do, he should do more things than just Major League Eating. Because everybody knows the buffers, you know, it's time, you know, let's get it on, stuff like that, you know, whatever, all those things. Like he could do a different catchphrase each event for each person, and it would be funny and it would be good and it'd be entertaining. So he's he's really really good at that. I would love to do what he does. I would I would spend a night in jail if it meant I could do what he does, and take away your Heisman vote, and name any potential children in, in your future. This is not happening. None of those things are happening. I like you, there's nothing there's nothing you want so bad that you spend a night in jail over it. Not money. Money no. is the bullshit answer. You, you gotta go. No, it's gotta be something you want or something you could take from someone else if you spend a night in jail. No, there's nobody you hate enough to take something from them. Oh, there's, I think this is a very nice therapy session of like, there's not that much I want in life. I'm very happy. What wonderful family, wonderful yeah, it's friends. Called, it's called, very happy. It's called being full of shit. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I two nights in jail. I get all the things I already talked about. Plus, I get to rip the bolo tie off of uh, Philip Rivers' head. Just rip it right off the front. <laughs> Why do you want to do it to Philip Rivers? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? How about we do this, Levac? Can you tell us about our friends over at Mohawk Honda? I'm gonna send a nice email to make sure I'm in the ten and eleven. How about you? Want to do nice words? You want me to talk to you about our friends Please, at Mohawk? If you I'll don't talk mind. about Greg Johnson. Please. I'll tell you about Greg Johnson, the manager over there, the guy. I'll tell you about Lindsey Harrison, the Han Diva, the, the, the McKenna clan. 
that are just all over that place. They spray for them, but they just keep coming back and making great deals for people. I'll tell you the fact that they will buy your vehicle at Mohawk Honda. That's what they do. They want you to love your ride and they want to make sure everybody loves their ride. So you go in there, you have a nice conversation. They find you the vehicle you're looking for. And you know, maybe it's just time. Maybe you want to get rid of yours. Boom. They buy it from you. Kelly blue book value done deal. Not to mention the service department that is so stellar, so good, so amazing. They keep Gaza's vehicle running and looking good. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it, it is, it's, it's Mohawk Honda. It is, it's, it's pretty much the Mohawk family. You know what I mean? Like everybody says Mohawk family. You think Harrington? We're all Mohawk family. I got a Mohawk Chevrolet. God's got a Mohawk Honda. Once you buy a vehicle from Mohawk, you understand the meaning of family. That's true. It's a true thing. I would, uh, I would tell you, I made a payment on my truck today. I don't like paying for vehicles, but I love my truck so much because the time that was taken by the Mohawk family to find me the exact vehicle I was looking for, that I don't mind paying for it. I don't mind. I feel like I got a good deal. I feel solid about it, and I would do it again. Customer for life over here, my friends. Customer for life. Mohawk, Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, Mohawk Collision Center, all of it. Love it all. Love it all. Where they always go out of their way to please you. It's true. It's true. I heard one time that that Jeff and Steve Harrington would spend one night in jail to make sure that they would always be able to go out of their way to please you. That's how far they would go out of their way to please you. They would spend one night in jail. Not together. Not together. Because the Harrington brothers together, they'd just be like, boom, be like biker fights. They'd be taking dudes out. Be crazy. They just handle business. I just imagine. Somebody call the Mohawk family to help me find my cat. Imagine one of them with like a big face tattoo now. Oh man, that'd be Steve. That's a Steve thing right there. Jeff's got a little crazy though. Jeff's got some crazy. You can see it. Nicest guy on the planet. But you can see this little, you know, he'll come for you if he needs to. Were they like, going on my way to please you? I'm gonna handle some business. That's what he says. <sighs> what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the fact that UFC stunk? It was terrible. 276 was crap. You were all excited about it, man. You got it on Saturday night. You're all fired up. Adesanya in the main event. The, the lame event. That's what it was. Adesanya has become the latest version of Tyrone Woodley and uh, and John Jones. I'm going to bore the hell out of my opponent until he lays down or or I, or I just win on decision. That was so boring. I snored during it. I legitimately snored during it. I was watching it over at Mike Corda's house. Uh, a bunch of great people were there. And... Uh, I snored. I passed out at like in the third round, like real hot second. Ryan, who's uh, over at the Empire, goes, "Dude, you snore?" I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even ashamed. The people who should be ashamed are Cannoneer and Adesanya because they are fighting like dog shit. That was the worst. That was the worst main event. I just wanted somebody to land a punch and get over. I wanted Cannoneer to win, plus three sixty, plus four hundred if you bet at the day of the fight. But at that point, I just didn't even care who won. Just somebody knock somebody out, end the suffering. I want it done. What happened? What, like I'm talking about like Adesanya. Oh no, I was, I was sleeping. Adesanya was supposed to be the like we said it on the preview on this past weekend show. Like he was supposed to be the next John Jones. He was supposed to be the main event, can't miss, gotta get the pay-per-view, the international fighter who was gonna go on this unbelievable streak, and he became boring. Look, he put weight on, he was no longer maybe invisible, how some people thought he would be throughout his entire career. But when you have a, a fight that bombs that bad, it hurts every other pay-per-view buy for him going forward. Like, look, there are sometimes your opponent is not going to be the one who just mixes and matches well with you inside the octagon. But when you have something like that happen, 
boy. And when it was LeVac, like Hall of Fame weekend, fight weekend, you're going up against the WWE. They had such uh, good ticket sales for the UFC that they bumped the WWE out of Allegiant Stadium in Vegas because WWE said, screw the UFC. We're going to put it in a football stadium. They're like, actually, you can't for money in the bank. It's not going to be as good as you guys think. No, there's a lot of injuries and everything else. But yeah, like I, that hurts. Not like the UFC's not going under, but it's like, okay, the next time Adesanya fights, I don't know who can be his opponent there. Like, I got to get that fight for. Hopefully somebody beats the living piss out of him. I just, he, like, if you're going to talk that much, throw hands. Like, I, I have no, I have zero issue with UFC fighters having big mouths. I love Conor McGregor still. But if you're going to talk like that, don't lay on people. It, it's, it, you know, it is, it was boring. And, and the Max Holloway, Vulcan, that, that fight was pretty good. The Holloway, the cut over his eye was disgusting. It looked, I mean, that was gross. That's like something you see in a horror movie. But um, no, it, you know, just an overall disappointing card. Wasn't all that impressed. Would like to see some more knockouts. What are you going to do, I guess? It's fine. 277. Let's go. On to the next. On to the next. Oh, Joey wow. Chestnut should have been in there. Choke somebody out. What's up, bitches? How should Mets fans feel, by the way, if DeGrom and Scherzer coming back? Amazing. <laughs> Terrible. What was I going to say? I mean, come on. How many Mets fans are like, I will spend one night in jail if I can have DeGrom and Scherzer the rest of the season? <laughs> like, they, they instantly become a World Series favorite to me. Like, they were a team that you thought could get there, you know, maybe, maybe steal one, whatever. Now they're a team, if these two are back, DeGrom and Scherzer are both back. And Scherzer's making progress. The ground's making progress. All this stuff. If they're both back and they're healthy and they pitch all the way in, who beats them? Game one and game two. Who who matches up against them better than them? They they, you know, there's people talking about their bats. There's people talking about this or the other thing. You get to the home to to the postseason and you got you got these two guys pitching, especially if it's at home in the first two games. You're up, you're probably up two nothing. So it's it's that's awesome. Good for them. Can't wait to see him in the World Series. Scherzer is back tonight, so we'll see how he does. The two-eyed colored madman. If you have him on fantasy baseball, what? Two-eyed colored madman? That's what he is. Yeah, it's just the way you said it sounds like you're calling him a colored person. No, no, no. You gotta say the two two colored eyes instead of like the two-eyed colored person doesn't like that just sounds like you're talking about like it sounds sounds like you're like a 1930s racist the way you said it like and I, obviously there's no one farther from that than you but it's just the way you said it does not come across don't do that on TV it won't go over, it won't go over well I'll go back and listen to that audio version see if that was true I was saying well you said the two eyed colored instead of the two colored eyes man you know didn't sneak in there two eyed no. colored. Oh no, wow! Like, not seeing it you, back again doesn't sound great. Yeah, like you, you had like you had like verbal dyslexia all of a sudden. He has two different colored eyes, and he's right, which is a genetic oh, no. weirdness, and good for him. But he is uh, he is the he's the colored god intended to be, and that's all that matters. Activate him from your IL if you play fantasy baseball and change your IL, roster spots. Oh, I get it, real nice. Wow. As for Degrom, he was pitching in Port St. Lucie, and Did I he cross all the T's and dot all the lowercase J's. I don't like how his name spelled. This graphic is stupid. I framed it. <laughs> it is stupid. Whoever this is you, right? So dumb. Degrom to come back. <laughs> the Mets are really good, but the Braves uh, are not that far off. No, Ian Anderson's got to pitch a little bit better. He had a bad appearance in the last one, but the Braves are three and a half back, and they are like, look, no one wants to face the Mets in the postseason. I get that with how good the pitching staff is. 
but there is something about being the defending champion and still being really good the next season and being a divisional foe that the Mets could face. All that stuff is potentially out there. Yeah, and the thing about the Braves too, though, is that their pitching staff is deep, like even deeper than the Mets. They may not have as good as DeGrom and Scherzer, but they can run at you four or five deep. I mean, they're just they're they're that's a team that has gone. You know what? Our identity will be pitching, and we will also have some great hits hit hitters, but we will be pitchers, and it's worked out pretty well for them so far. So the the NL East is going to be very very intriguing. Um, AL East is still in, it, it's interesting because of the Yankees, but I don't feel like anyone else has lived up to the hype in the in the AL East. In the NL East, it's it's the Mets and the Braves look phenomenal. So it's going to be fun to see those two duke it out all the way down to the wire. Let's go, man. I hope we have a really good finish for Major League Baseball. I hope it ends up being like you're finished. Really... I hope I'm not finished because I love our friends over at Lillian David Fine Jewelers located at Route too. 50, the shops of Wilt. That is the spot for you, Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Guys, it is wedding season. If you're looking for wedding bands, engagement rings, you're ready to pop the question. Lillian David Fine Jewelers can help you do it. Family owned and operated business, Route 50, the shops of Wilton. It's where I bought my ring. You can do the same for yourself right now. Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Tell me you heard about it from LeVac and Gaz. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to David. We love those guys over there with the track starting next week. Make it a point to head into Lillian David Fine Jewelers before you head to the track and get yourself or somebody special in your life something amazing. Awesome selection. Lillian David Fine Jewelers. What are you going to get me? I'm probably stopping in there next Friday. What do you mean? What, what for? I think if I'm going to the track on opening day. I'll probably be uh, stopping in Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Maybe saying what's up. I think I'm offended. People are liking my missing cat post. Like, how would you like it? Like, that feels well, rude. Let's do this, Levac. Oh, here, let here we go. This yeah. is my favorite. Okay, so I put it on my ring app. I put that my cat's missing, right? <laughs> These people are idiots. Um, well, let's do this. Let's let you go find. They told me to look under cars, look under sheds. Look at, oh, no, I never would have thought of that, jackass. Let's do this. We'll make this a short and easy episode. We'll do a longer one this upcoming week at the hideaway, and we'll let you go find Big Trust. I got I to go look for her. I gotta, All right. Thank you for doing I'll this. I'm going to write back to this guy and tell him he's an asshole. We will have an expanded version to make up for this no on promises. Sunday. I made no promises. All right. Catch you, you later. Get, you're well, hold on. Hold on. Look under cars and in sheds. She's probably close to your home. When it stops raining, put her kitty litter box outside. See, all right, so the kitty litter box is decent advice. But the look under cars. And look, really? I never thought to look under under you know some place that she could hide. I got some advice for you. Don't let your cat escape. It's just, it's just, it's very, it's very disconcerting. And and don't call Max Scherzer a color person. 